All right, working moms, we're going to be talking about the single most effective tool for productivity, rest. Rest is actually a tool that creates productivity. It's not just something to be used when you're overworked and exhausted. And in today's episode, I'm going to be making the connection between rest and productivity, explaining what needs to happen for you to be more productive, and then ultimately give you two ways to get your brain on board with rest so that you can use it as a tool for getting more done. Do less and get more done. You ready? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Ambitious and Balanced Working Mom Podcast the place for women who want to balance their ambitious career goals with their life as a mom. If you're looking to feel more confident, decisive, and productive at both work and home, then this is the place for you. I'm your host, Rebecca Olson. Let's get to it. Work and rest are not on opposite ends of the spectrum. The single best productivity tool you have is rest. All of us have experienced what happens to our productivity after we come back from a vacation where you feel you've really rested versus a vacation where you really couldn't turn off your phone or a weekend that we've completely unplugged versus a weekend where we worked. There is a direct correlation between rest and productivity, but yet for some strange reason, We don't think of it as a tool to be more productive. You don't see a whole lot of ambitious working moms intentionally deciding to rest because they know that they will be more effective and productive at their jobs. Usually, rest comes from a place of exhaustion. When we feel like we have no other option but to rest because we will get sick or we will burn out. What I want to really do here today is shift your thoughts about rest so that you use it intentionally as a mechanism for being more productive. Okay, just for the sake of this conversation, I want to make sure we're on the same page around what productivity and rest mean. Let's start with productivity. Productivity is the quantity of things that you can accomplish within a time frame. You're more productive if you get 10 things done in an hour versus five. It's about accomplishing more. Now, rest and sleep are two different things. Sleep is when your body shuts down and you're physically rejuvenated. The way I want you to think about rest as an ambitious working mom is that rest is your moments of awake mental rejuvenation. These are moments or activities that you don't have mental stimulation. Today, we're talking about rest, not sleep. Though sleep could easily be a productivity tool as well, that's just not where we're going to focus our attention today. Okay, when I talk to my clients about what it would take to stop overworking, I usually ask them one question. What percentage of your overworking is your job, meaning that anyone in that job would work that amount of hours? It's a requirement. Versus what percentage of your overworking is you? It's the way you specifically are approaching the job. 
take a minute and maybe just even ask yourself that same question. Pause the podcast if you need to for a moment and assess this for yourself. Which percentage of your overworking is you? Which percent of it is the job? Now, for almost all of my clients, the answer is at least 50-50. 50% of their overworking is on them, and 50% of their overworking is on their job, is a job requirement. But the majority of them actually say closer to 75-25. 75% of their overworking is because of their approach to work. So if you really break that down, If you're somebody that averages 55 hours a week at work or 15 hours of overtime, what that means is that 10 of those hours could be fixed. In other words, you would gain 10 hours of your week back just by focusing on being more productive. Now, what I want you to see is that ending the overworking cycle and becoming more productive go hand in hand because likely the things you would need to do in order to end the overworking cycle, the part of that which is all within your control are the same things that you would need to do in order to be more productive. My client just told me recently that the reason that she puts in so many hours is because she she feels like no one else can do the work. Or maybe it's even factual. She's the only one that literally can do the work. She also doesn't like to tell people no because she doesn't want them to be disappointed. And so more just kind of gets added to her plate. Another client told me the reason she puts in so many hours is because she doesn't want to fail and look like a fool. So she spends a lot of time researching, redoing, and perfecting in order to be prepared. Another client says that she's in back-to-back meetings all day, so there's really no time to do the actual work unless she does it at night or when other people are offline. She constantly feels like people need her, and she doesn't want to say no because she wants to be available to her team and she wants to be a good manager. All right, so in all three of these cases, here is what it would take for them to end their overworking and increase productivity. They would need to make faster decisions, so no more procrastinating or second-guessing or researching or redoing. They would need to strategize and proactively decide what's most important, so there's no more overwhelm and making decisions based on urgency, no more meetings unless they're necessary. Make rational decisions instead of emotional ones, so no more people-pleasing. It's okay for people to be disappointed and for you to be offline even when others are not. And then last, they would all need to simply trust their own expertise and self-validate it. No more perfectionism, no more needing other people's approval. You have to trust your instincts and all of the reasons that you are hired for that job to begin with. So if we wanted to boil all of that down, really, for these three clients to end their overworking and increase their productivity, what it really just boils down to is ending perfectionism, people-pleasing, and procrastination. These are what cause overworking, and eliminating them is going to bring an increase in productivity. Okay, so we've talked a lot about productivity. Let's talk about rest and how it relates. Remember, rest has to do with decreasing stimulation for your brain. Not sleeping, but doing like low-level activities that require very little for your brain. And what research shows is that during these rest periods, your brain isn't shutting down 
like we like to think. Instead, the parts of your brain that you use during your workday, they just take a break. And what comes alive are other parts of your brain that have been sort of dormant for the day. And it's the part of your brain that likes to retrieve memories, likes to link ideas, kind of is your form of self-actualization. It's the part of your brain that sympathizes. That's the part of the brain that activates during rest that's kind of been dormant. So in other words, in the background, your brain is taking all of this data from the day, all of the things that you did and achieved and you worked on and the projects that are unresolved, it's taking all of that in and it's connecting it to past memories, to past solutions, to similar scenarios. It's literally making links to other pieces of information and making sense of it all for you. It's bringing sort of order and ease to all of the new data points that you recently inputted during the day. And that's why our brain comes up with some of the best ideas when we're like, in the shower or we're taking a walk when we're doing something that's unrelated to work because what's happening is your brain is trying, it's doing some work for you, it's making all of these connections on your behalf in the background, but it's just doing it in a more creative, non-linear way. So in a lot of ways, when you are resting, your brain is still working, but without all of that overwhelm and exhaustion. It's strategizing, it's building confidence, it's giving you ideas, which when you get back into active work, into the part of your brain that you dominantly use when you're working, it's gonna help you make faster decisions, to prioritize, to trust yourself, to self-validate, to come up with solutions, all of the things that need to happen for you to stop the overworking cycle and be more productive. You see how this comes full circle. So let me just recap here. What's happening when you rest, what's being activated is the parts of your brain that allow you to think creatively and to problem solve and to strategize. And all of those things are what you need to really end all of the procrastination and the people pleasing and the perfectionism that causes overworking. Now, one thing that we need to be very clear on Rest is not watching Netflix or scrolling your phone. Those are mental stimulators. They do not allow your brain the space to mind map and to make connections and to strategize. Those become actually more data points that your brain is storing up, just waiting for you to give it some space to do its thing so it can create some more order in there. Rest instead can look like physical exercise, or physical exertion of some kind, maybe reading a book or an article that is not related to work or is not like a heavy topic, playing a game with your kids, cooking, even folding laundry, as long as you aren't necessarily listening to a podcast or have some other input going, dancing, listening to music, getting into your body, doing something creative with your hands, taking the kids to the park, watching them run around. Remember, the point is to give your brain some space to connect all of the dots. It needs some space to kind of be bored. We tell our our kids all the time, it's okay to be bored. From boredom comes curiosity and creativity, and that is really true for us as adults as well. Steve Jobs was famous for saying, I'm a big believer in boredom. Boredom allows one to indulge in curiosity, and out of curiosity comes everything. 
productivity is dependent on us getting creative and curious with ourselves. And if you keep operating the way you're operating without any space in there for your brain to do the work, you will only ever be as productive as you are today. You actually have to start approaching your job, your projects, and the way you spend your time differently if you want to stop the overworking cycle and achieve more productivity. And there really is no greater tool to achieve more and produce more than rest. Now, you might hear this entire episode and shake your head and go, yep, I totally understand. Rest is really important, but never really do anything with this information. So here's what I really want to challenge you to do, to kind of get it out of the esoteric place in your brain that says, yeah, I get this is a good idea, but implementing it becomes so much harder, right? So here's what I want you to do. I want you to spend time writing down all of the ways that you can connect rest in your own life with productivity. Okay, you can think back to other jobs that you've had. You can think about other people as examples. You can think about authors or books that you've read. Anything that you can connect rest and productivity together. Your brain really needs to be on board with the idea that rest is actually a productivity tool. And so you want to give your brain a whole lot of evidence for how that's true. So take the time to really figure out how these connect for you and find some personal examples of it. And the second thing I want you to do is I just want you to commit to one week of working less, planning to work less, and resting more, and experiment with what happens when you do that. I want you to bring a whole lot of awareness during that week to what changes, how how much more productive are you when you allow yourself to actually rest and you, you shut down that part of your brain that's in constant work mode you know, all the time. Push yourself to really see that if you give yourself less time to work and more time to rest, that you could actually achieve the same amount. All right, I'd love to hear what comes up for you over the next week as you connect more with rest and you increase your productivity because of it. Please always reach out if you have thoughts or questions or suggestions. I would love to hear from you. You can find my email address in the show notes. And if this topic really resonated with you, if you're really looking to decrease the hours you work and be more productive with your time, then join me tomorrow for a free training where I dive into how to stop overworking and create balance in 30 days. I'm going to be breaking down the overworking cycle, get very specific on what causes it, and then boil it down just to one thing that you need to work on in the next 30 days to truly end that cycle. You could sign up for the free training by clicking the link in the show notes and join me tomorrow. All right, working moms, let's get to it. I hope you enjoyed this episode today. If you're looking for more support, be sure to check out the Work-Life Balance Formula, a free training to help you feel more confident in your career and fully present with your family. You can find that at www.rebeccaolsoncoaching.net forward slash balance formula. And if you haven't already, please leave a rating and review giving me your honest feedback. I'd love to hear what specifically you liked and if there are any topics you want me to cover in the future. Writing a review will take you less than two minutes and is one of the most helpful ways to spread this resource to other working moms. I thank you in advance. And let's get to it, moms.